What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Bel Air Radio. I'm your host, Jaysha Smalls. And I'm your host, Carmisha Blackman. Today on Bel Air Radio, we are here with some Founders Day recap with a royal special guest. So introduce yourself to Bel Air Radio. Hey guys, I'm Christy Andrews, a senior psychology theater minor major from the Prince George's County, Maryland. And I currently serve as your Miss Senior 2021-2022. Yes. What? Come on, Miss yes, So how does it feel to have that a part of your intro now, like Miss Senior? It definitely is a step. I'm not used to it. Yeah. So it makes me feel like authentic. <laughs> like, yes, I have a title. So it's definitely like a big leap. It feels really good. Okay, that's awesome. So what made you want to run for Miss Senior? Like, how did this even come about? Tell us like the whole backstory of like, I'm going to run for Miss Senior this year. So... Throughout the all four years, I've always wanted to run for a class officer position. But this year, it was just like, Christy, stop being scared. Just do it. You want to do it, just do it. I really wanted to do it, especially senior year, to help our class, especially since I know so much tips about grad school. Mm -hmm. I've been around so much influences about grad school, and I know that a lot of my sisters are considering grad school, or even just us being seniors, like mm-hmm. me being a leader for the senior class, making sure that y'all have like somebody y'all can just depend on. Like, I got y'all back. It's definitely my time especially to represent us as a whole. So I know we're like still in the phases of COVID and all of that. So kind of explain like your campaigning process and doing that virtually. How was that like for you? Doing like the campaigning virtually, it is a little difficult, Mm -hmm. but it's not nothing you can't overcome, especially with the senior bills. Like we've been through everything. At Mm -hmm. this point, we could just overcome if the school, something happened to school, we could just overcome anything at this point. So with it being virtual, it's not that much of a hassle, especially since I do have such a appreciative class behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are, like, very understanding. The senior mm-hmm. class is very understanding. So, with it being virtual, it's not really that much of a difference, honestly. So, speaking of your campaign, what was your campaign about? Um, you know, just tell us about that. My campaign was about going beyond the bill. It was really tapping in with your inner bill because we can all say we're bills, but we all go through certain sacrifices, certain struggles to get us where we are that actually creates us into this beautiful bill. So going beyond the bill is really just tapping in with your inner self and realizing why are you a bill? What makes you such this specific, beautiful, generous bill? What are you doing to the bill community that you lasted these four years to even be considered a senior bill? So it was really just getting in touch with your inner self. And how did you come up with that idea? Like, that's just... Yeah, because that's really that's good. Dope. That's yeah. dope. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how, would that, how was that whole idea process like? The process, I, I thought about it last year. Like, oh. I was already, like, on it. It's in my notes from, like, 2020. I was like, oh. y'all, I'm going to be missing. Oh, so you was manifesting. Oh, yeah. Manifest. <laughs> manifesting tips 101. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be missing here. Y'all are going to know Christy, Anna, Andrews. Like, I'm not playing no games. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but right. coming with Beyond the Bell, like, it was this saying. I forgot what it was called. But it was, like, Beyond something. I forgot what it was called. But then mm-hmm. I saw I was like, I should just say Beyond the Bell. Because, mm-hmm. like, I'm Christy. I went through a lot these last four years, like, going beyond yourself. Yeah. Me going through all the stuff I went through and still being able to become a senior, Mm -hmm. to even be able to come back on campus, like, it was like, okay, this is perfect. So how did it feel um, being on Zoom and, like, you know, answering the questions, doing your whole, like, what's it, like, the little speeches and stuff like that? Yeah, on Zoom that we had. Because, you know, usually it's, like, more interactive. We're in the calf and things like that. So how did that feel? Overall. (laughs) Were you nervous? I was nervous. Mm-hmm. I was very, 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 very nervous. Then it was like, 
I was being bombarded. Yeah. With yeah. like 80 questions. Yeah. So I'm like, hold on. <laughs> like, <laughs> slow your road. So it was definitely like nerve wracking. Then knowing that everybody was like, I've never been in like a leadership position before. Mm-hmm. So everybody's looking at like, what is Chrissy really willing to do? What is Chrissy really willing to put out? So mm-hmm. basically me just being really thorough and following through with the sentences, trying not to say, um, trying yeah. not to keep saying like, yeah. trying not to keep repeating stuff I've already heard. Like mm-hmm. just keeping all that in mind, especially since when it came to my division to run, that's when it started like going up against people. Cause the, the divisions before me, nobody was going up against nobody. Right. So it was like, this is the time. Like I really, I have to have these punchlines. I got to have these facts. I got to have them following through with them. So it's just like, it was nerve-wracking. Really? Especially since the host in your class was on the call. So yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Like, we was ready. We were ready. Like, we were asking you questions. Like, I mean, quizzing the both of you just to yeah. see kind of yeah. like what you guys were offering. I know speaking on the senior class, we kind of were just looking for somebody who was just authentic and just right. being their real selves. Like, not so much being perfect, yeah. but just bringing yourself and just saying, I'm here for y'all. I yeah. got y'all back. That's yes. what I think the senior for class fact. was looking for. Yeah, yeah for th- a fact. And represent us as, as a, a whole. whole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did you feel when you first received the news? Like, Christy is now the new Miss Senior of 2021. First off, when I initially found out I had one, I was asleep. <laughs> like, I woke up at like 11 a.m. Uh-huh. Then I got messages saying congratulations. But mind you, I had got a message from like, I forgot what app it was called. Um, It wasn't from my messages because I specifically turned off my notification messages. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want it. Like, right. if I, I didn't know. Like, I don't want to know yet. But I had got, I think I got an email from my scholarship, mm-hmm. like from UNCF. They was like, congratulations on your win. And I'm Aww. like, hold on. <laughs> so then I check my messages and I'm seeing everybody there like, congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. Aww. I go to the email. I'm like, bruh, am I tripping? Like, <laughs> I'm like, these girls really like me. Yeah. <laughs> Not the girls really like me. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Like when I found out, I was really like in shock. Like I was like. Like, I was pacing in my room. Like, who was the, the first person you made your phone call to? Who was the first person? I, I got so many messages. Uh-huh. Like, when I found out, like, I think I just went for a drive. <laughs> like, really? I was so, yeah, like, my ADHD kicked in. Like, I had to, like, move around. Like, I was so excited. Really? But later on that day, I remember telling my mom. Mm-hmm. Everybody else was just texting me. My friends came to my room. Mm-hmm. Um, they all came to my room. I was just like, oh, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Then that night, my little, well, not my little, my cousin mm-hmm. and her friends, they threw us a party. That was so oh, cute. Yeah, yes. We were there. We that did. was so cute. Like, that was so cute. Like, you had all like, the yes. balloons, the yes. ribbons. You had a cake. It was so cute. Yeah. And I'm not used to people doing that, especially Aww. as an actual surprise. Like, yeah, you know, right. when it's a surprise, like, you know, like, you'll be like, okay, they're doing something for me. No, like that was, was actual surprise. Yes, <laughs> yes, that was, was so like, sweet okay. of them. That really was. So we're here today to talk about the recap of Founders Day. So, Chris, did you attend Founders Day? Yes, I did. And so, tell me, what did you think about it? I feel like it was really like well put together. Mm-hmm. Like overall, with it being virtual, they did a really good job. Definitely. Like they did a really, 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 really good job. And I continuously say I like how they incorporate the Bennett students that's here now right. into the programs. Like. That's very, like, interesting to see them doing. And I just like how President Wash really, like, is engaged with us. Definitely. Like, that is, like, the best thing that she could ever do. Then with it just being virtual, I feel like they did a very fantastic job today. Like, it was very thorough. It wasn't drug out. Mm-hmm. It wasn't boring. Like, it was really, like, interesting to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say for me, 
definitely the engagement with President Walsh mm-hmm. and Zynga, like just how they had that dialogue going back and forth. And like the speakers, like they were very like good and they yeah, were just dropping yeah. gems. Like yes. it was stuff they were talking about right. I never even knew like happened. So I found that interesting as well. What about you, yeah. Jasha? I just love Founders Day. Um, I love learning more, more and more about Bennett every time Founders Day comes around. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely – this year, Founders Day was definitely interesting learning and hearing about, you know, previous bells and their um, activism and like their contributions to Bennett and even outside of Bennett. Um, I love hearing about the history of the bells because we're like hidden figures. Definitely. And I like that they mentioned that today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff that, you know, past bells have done goes unnoticed. Mm-hmm. And it's only us. It's only up to us and the future Bennett and the future Bells to keep putting that into the atmosphere so everyone knows about Bennett and everything that we have to offer and everything that we have overcome and everything that we're just doing. Yeah. I love Founders Day. We want the legacy to continue. Like, And it's up to us to make sure that those stories get told. Yes. I feel like it was – um, honoring the past but inspiring the yes. future. Yes. I think that's kind of what it was. Okay, Ooh. quote. <laughs> you, you yes, quote. So. so we don't want to give you too much of this year's Founders Day, so let's take a listen to some highlights. Hold on just a little while longer. Hold on just a little while longer. Hold on. Just a little while longer, everything's gonna be alright. I said, hold on, just a little while longer, hold on, just a little while longer. Creation, origination, pioneering, square one, root, source. Dawn, beginning, beginning, beginning of an era of our ancestors' wildest dreams of a world full of possibilities too grand to ever be predicted, brick by brick, the building of a home where the legacy of women would come alive. Can you smell the fresh magnolia blossoms? A hint of clean air, the air we, the heirs of this land, breathe. And she, ever present in the modern world, shines in spaces and places, the faces of women past and present, beautiful and bold, are etched in stone and gold. So, may she always be on solid ground, Surrounded by love and warmth and thousands of warm souls who will forever be grateful. So many stories still untold. History, herstory, they repeat themselves, you know. And though we live in different times, the blueprint can also still be your guide. So to the skies and all about and around the founding of this special place. The founding. Found. O God, who art the source and ground of all, creator and preserver of life. Upon this day, we turn to thee in gratitude. 
Thou hast made us one nation out of many people and are teaching us to live together by creative sharing as in one family. For these gifts, we turn to thee in gratitude. Upon this day of memory, we are refreshed by the thought of those who, in a dark hour, founded this college, founded it with faith in youth and faith in thee, that in this place, learning and wisdom might increase from year to year. For the founders and early friends, we turn to thee in gratitude. For the wisdom of those who in a latter day directed this college by the light of thee, leading and dedicating it to the cause of women's education. To thee and them, we turn today in gratitude. We thank thee that this college was conceived within the ideals of Jesus, was born and cradled in the Christian church, and has ever been a Christian college. Above all, for Christ, we bring thee our gratitude. God, God make us worthy of the future. O light of light, down all our pathways leading, we give ourselves to thee in gratitude. Amen. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Founders Day 2021. Another very special year we have ahead of us. Really delighted to have all of you here today. We welcome you. We hope you enjoy our time together and celebrate the founding of this very, very special place. We are joined today by Dr. Jelani Favors to talk about some of the research that he did for his first First book, a fabulous book, uh, which was published in 2019. And his book is entitled Shelter in a Time of Storm, How Black Colleges Foster Generations of Leadership and Activism. Bennett College is chapter three. I now turn it over to Dr. Favors for his remarks. Good morning to the incredibly talented Bells of Bennett College. And thank you, Dr. Walsh, for the introduction. I am absolutely honored to share some time with you on this, your 148th Founders Day. While I would have much preferred to speak with you in person, I am grateful that Zoom has made it possible to celebrate your Founders Day with you as we still grapple with the pandemic. I wanna speak with you briefly on the topic, the nobility of this house, celebrating the past, present and future of Bennett College, the nobility of this house, celebrating the past, present, and future of Bennett College. I came to Duke that fall trying to put the finishing touches on the first draft of my book manuscript. And the third chapter of the book was the only one that had not yet been written. My original intention was for that chapter to focus on the history of Howard University. And I was at lunch discussing those plans with another humanities writ large fellow in my cohort by the name of Yvonne Wellbond. Yvonne, who was a professor at Bennett at the time said, quote, you know, everyone talks about Howard. No one ever talks about Bennett. This hit me like a ton of bricks. And I told her, you know, you're right. At that point, I decided to make a sudden pivot in my research agenda and to dive into the story of Bennett during the new Negro era. 
I believe the chapter was one of, if not the strongest chapter in my book, because it shows the power and influence of an institution in flux during one of the most pivotal moments of the Black liberation movement. For 148 years, 148 years, Bennett has called its students to a noble purpose. I began my chapter on Bennett College with the story of Hattie Bailey. Miss Bailey's story immediately jumped off the pages of your student newspaper, the Bennett Banner. She served as the president of your student government in 1937. And by the end of that year, she was helping to lead a boycott of downtown theaters in Greensboro that refused to show blacks in any role other than subservient. As I read an article from the 1937 edition of the Bennett Banner that discussed Ms. Bailey attending a meeting of the National Negro Congress in Philadelphia, it dawned upon me that there was a chance that Ms. Bailey could very well still be alive. I put on my detective hat and tracked down a Hattie Bailey living in Philadelphia and decided to call to see if she was the same person. At the age of 96, Ms. Bailey answered the phone when I called. I told her who I was and what I was calling for. And when I asked her if she was the same Hattie Bailey that attended Bennett College, she immediately declared to me that she learned to speak at Bennett. That's the first thing she said. Now, what was Ms. Bailey saying to me? She wasn't saying that she came to Bennett unable to utter words. Ms. Bailey was recalling the fact that Bennett gave her purpose. It gave her a sense of being and belonging and empowerment. And like so many of the race women who emerged from this space, she used her talents to uplift her people and take on white supremacy and patriarchy wherever she found it. Ms. Bailey passed away two years after we first spoke in 2013. The nobility of this house. There's a certain energy that runs through this house we call Bennett that has produced countless women who much like Miss Bailey have found their voice and their purpose in this space. Black women from this noble institution took to the local airwaves of Greensboro and challenged, directly challenged, the concepts of white supremacy by highlighting African-American history and propping up the contributions of black soldiers during the war effort. Moreover, as the modern civil rights movement was just beginning to unfold during the post-World War II years, Bennett continued to be energized by visits to campus from black intellectuals and activists such as Mary McLeod Bethune and Reverend Vernon Johns and Ella Baker. Presidents such as David Dallas Jones encouraged Bennett Bales to join the NAACP during an era when membership to the organization was one of the most radical and militant actions one could take. And his successor, President Willa Player, played a critical role in cultivating a space that produced many of the foot soldiers of the direct action phase of the civil rights movement in Greensboro from 1960 and beyond. As we celebrate the founding of Bennett College, 
we are reminded that HBCUs matter. We are reminded that the collective histories of these institutions display spaces that produce administrators, faculty, and students who much like Hattie Bailey found their voices on issues that matter. There is a nobility in the history and purpose of this house. And as our society is once again intensifying its supports for various forms of racial hostility and toxic patriarchy, we need Bennett and all HBCUs now more than ever. If we are to accept the truth that the Black liberation movement has been rooted in the organizing and mobilizing capabilities of Black institutions, then we must also recognize the truth that the history of Bennett College firmly illustrates that it is among our most important and impactful institutions of higher learning. There is a nobility in this house and it can only be preserved if we recall and celebrate the history of why these spaces matter. We have to build up our own. On Founders Day, as we center upon the legacy of cultural nationalism within the Black community and the spirit of collective purpose and economics, we take up a new challenge. I'm calling on every Bennett Bell under the sound of my voice and every friend of the institution who understands the value of building up our own to pledge an ongoing financial commitment to this cherished institution. For 148 years, this, institu this institution has stood. And for 95 of those years, this has been one of the most important spaces in the cultivation and empowerment of Black women that the world has ever known. The nobility of this house is found in its current students, faculty, administrators, and alumni. And the only way that we can ensure its preservation for successive generations is through an outpouring of generous support. May God bless Bennett now, and may God bless Bennett forever. Thank you. Mm. Mm. So we are joined now by um, Marilyn Mackle. Marilyn Mackle is a Bennett Bell. Woo, woo. And one of the things that I think is really important about uh, her background is that she is both a social worker and a lawyer. And she was part of the protests back in the 60s. Just what are your reflections? I mean, you just heard this incredible uh, history and challenge also. It took me through the every single year, I think, of my life, quite frankly. And for these times that are not unlike where your book started, in fact. In fact, they may be worse than where your book started in terms of the evolution of our people. We're in a, we're in a, a place now that is certainly not enslavement, but there are certain pressures upon us economically, socially, politically, that could indeed devolve this entire social order into a place where we don't ever want to be. It's happening in other parts of the world, Europe particularly, could happen here. And indeed, when we look at the numbers of people who voted for the other politician in this last election, 75 million people have spoken who they are 
And we have to just be mindful that while the more things change, the more they remain the same. And that's what your words brought forth. The other important essence of your words is that we have to support our institutions. If we don't, nobody will. We have to be the backbone of support for our institutions. Appreciate you, Dr. Favors. It's an important book. It's important work. It takes you from the times that we are most familiar with historically to where we are today, where not a whole lot has changed. Not a whole lot has really changed. Really happy to be here with Sister Muhammad as well. I'm really looking forward to hearing what she has to say. I think the legacy of activism today for Bells is to continue what we've been doing. We come from a very long line of strong and um, passionate line of Black women who were unafraid. You know, we talked about the sit-ins and every year we hear about the Fantastic Four <laughs> at uh, A&T but we don't hear much about the bells we're creating and organizing and planning in the basements of a and We don't see hear... everybody nodding in the room. <laughs> right. yeah, we, don't, we don't hear about the women, you know, who planned for the sit-in in the first place, but they just went ahead and sat anyways. And then we followed up later on at five o'clock. You know, we don't hear about our own um, place and space that we took up and we're often not credited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also ties into what Dr. Ferris was saying earlier. You know, we hear about Howard, we hear about Spellman, our sister school, we hear about all these places, but no one hears about Bennett. Mm-hmm. But for, for some reason, we're in every, it seems like every fabric mm-hmm. of revolutionary change in mm-hmm. Greensboro and beyond, but no one knows about us. Mm-hmm. So I think part of what our legacy has to be is to make sure that we're known mm-hmm. and to make sure that we live boldly as you know, Kwanzaa Jones said earlier, let live boldly, be bold, and let our voices be heard and let our actions speak for ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as Miss Senior, what do you look forward to? As Miss Senior, I am really just overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. Like not overwhelmed, but overwhelmed, like excited. Like yeah. I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. I am looking forward to coronation. Yeah. I am looking forward to Next year, when more bells are on campus, more people I could just interact with, more people I can hopefully touch Mm -hmm. and really just get the service out. Like, I really am looking forward to working with the Royal Court, really just ensuring my senior bells that I am the leader that they need. So before we leave today, tell us a little bit about Christy and, you know, what type of legacy does she hope to leave here at Bennett? As Miss Senior, I hope to just leave just on a positive note. I want everybody to know that they did have a class queen that actually wanted to do something for the class that wasn't just there just to be there. Mm-hmm. And for the upcoming Miss Seniors as well, I want them to know that they have big footsteps to follow in. I know that's right. Because I will be upholding them to a certain perspective. Like, okay. Because I know if I'm going to do so much, it's only right for the next incoming Miss yeah. Seniors to mm-hmm. go above and beyond. So I really want them to know they have like big shoes to fill. Christy did try to make a change. Even mm-hmm. if I can't Aww. get through to everybody, I just want everybody to know, like, Aww. Christy as Miss Senior, she did have my back. She did ensure us. She did do as much as she can for the senior class. You can follow me on Instagram at Christy Monroe, C-R-I-S-T-E-M-O-N-R-O-E. And you can also connect with me. There is a link in my bio that, li- that leads you to my Remind app. And you can just get daily reminders from your Miss Senior. 
So with that being said, thanks for joining us today here on Bel Air Radio. Make sure you tune in every Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. Series XM, Channel 142, HBCU. HBCU. Yes. Peace.